Hello and welcome to episode number two of the Rough Rough Raw podcast. No, you are not going crazy. Matilda's voice did not get deeper. My name is Vince Stiletti and I will be the host for this evening. And I want to make one thing abundantly clear. I know nothing about pets. But luckily, I am joined by someone who does. I am here with an entrepreneur, a teacher by day, and your pet's most trusted friend by night. Our esteemed guest is an advocate to help your pet live a long, happy, and healthy life. And we all know we like our pets more than we like the office gossiper who just stirs the pot. Ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased to introduce the owner and the founder of Rough Rough Raw, hailing from Metro Detroit, Michigan, Miss Rebecca Miglio. Becky, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Vince. How are you? I am, I am perfectly fine. Did you like? Did you like my intro? I I put like, you know, at least five minutes into it. I did. I did. I could see you planned that, and I I liked the uh, that we like our our pets better than our uh, office gossiper. Well, you know that's true because everyone always says they like their pets better than they like like that weird aunt or uncle. And everyone says it kind of like half jokingly, but it's also kind of true. So it is right. And your pets are always happy to see you when you come home. Well, I mean, you can kind of speak for yourself, but um, so mm-hmm. I'm well, you have cats. Yeah. Well, begrudgingly, but yes, we do. <laughs> so I just want to um, I want to let all of our all the folks out there know I'm, I'm excited to talk today about something that I really have no understanding of and something that scares me a little bit so we're going to talk about fresh feeding today and I know you you have uh, you know a lot to talk about here and you're knowledgeable and I was wondering if you could just explain to me like I know nothing which I do I know absolutely nothing Um, could you just explain what fresh feeding is well fresh feeding is using real food instead of the processed bagged food it's fresh food you get right from the grocery store or from the butcher, and you're feeding real food that we would eat, not separating this foods for the dog and this foods for us. It's just real food. Okay, so I'm I'm going to refrain from telling you how I actually feed my cats right now because it does not sound like that. But so you so you talked about all right, fresh food from the the butcher or the grocer. Could you explain why we should be feeding fresh um, and why I shouldn't just open a big bag of kibble and dump it in and we'll see my pet in a couple of days right so uh processed food is very hard for your animal to digest for your pet to digest and after a while it it can start to uh, cause their organs like their kidneys and liver to really start to malfunction and cause disease there's also allergies or skin issues that they might have but um, if you start to add some fresh foods even to the kibble uh, it cuts down the cancer rate and other disease rates by 75 percent even doing that just a couple times a week so i mean you said it and i actually i didn't know that so if we like our pets better than we like our crazy aunts and uncles then we should probably avoid giving them cancer i didn't i didn't know that they could get that from uh some other food so could you and maybe we go down a rabbit hole here but could you explain if you are buying something that maybe is not fresh if you're reading the ingredients um, some ingredients to stay away from okay well of course the ingredients you can read 
you know, the words you can pronounce. <laughs> That's the best thing. <laughs> and we're doing that more with our foods too. Like, you know, when you're grocery shopping, you look at the bag and the ingredients and you go, what is this word? And uh, maybe I shouldn't be eating that. So of course, um, you know, a lot of pet foods, they have a ton of ingredients that we don't know what they are. When you go to read them, a lot of dyes, the dyes are, you know, now they're finding out aren't so good for them. But um, even if you are feeding um, kibble and you think it's a, um, it's a better brand, a premium brand, maybe if you add fresh food, it even makes it, makes it better for them, makes them more healthy and they really like it. Okay. So you don't have to quite get rid of the kibble cold turkey. You could add in some fresh food and wean yourself yeah. off of it. Right. You know, not everyone's ready to switch what they're doing uh, for kibble or or what other canned foods or whatever they're feeding. You know, not everyone wants to go raw. Not everyone wants to go cooking their pet's food. And it just makes it um, difficult because you want to have your pet live longer, but maybe you don't know how. And this would be an easy way to add um, more years onto your pet's life. So I'm, I'm going to uh, admit something here that I'm not quite proud of. And I, there's a couple of things I wanted to touch on in, in terms of which fresh food uh, maybe to start out with. But, but, but before that, I do something that might not be great. Every now and then my cats get a little lippy. They talk a little too much and uh, they scream like they're very hungry. And <laughs> your cats are always screaming like they're hungry. Well, then, then I have a serious problem because what I do is I just give them maybe too much kibble to, to keep them at bay. And they've been, they've oh. been getting a little belly. So how, how could you occupy your animal when you know that they have been fed properly, but they're just whining for more? Is there any treat that would help maybe curb their appetite? Or should I just uh, lock myself in a room and, and hope they stop screaming at me? Right. Well, first, you need to train yourself not to fall for their antics because those <laughs> cats eat a lot of food already. <laughs> and they are getting fat, but they know they know your number. They know to, why to look, you'll give them more food. Uh, so there's a couple things you could do. You could give them treats that are not so fattening. You could give them dehydrated fish. Maybe that would be better for them. Give them small pieces of it. You you could even give them, um, I know they're cats, but they even might like a raw bone, a recreational bone like the dogs do. And that might okay. keep them busy. Um, so you, you mentioned for cats. Uh, what, what about for, uh, for dogs? Anything different? Well, well, definitely dogs like the raw bones. If you're trying to keep them busy, you know, giving them more kibble is going to make them fat. And because kibbles ha has lots of starch in there, um, if anything, replace it with something that's not so fattening and uh, nutritious. You might as well use the treat to add in some healthy okay. nutrition. If so you I have to, you know, to be honest, it, you, and I'm sure this is something that you and your customers and other people out there have heard. But, you know, when you try doing your own research and you Google, uh, you go down a rabbit hole and there are a million different answers to, to one, one question, which is where personally, as someone who does not know very much about um, fresh feeding, that is the trouble I have been having. So if you could say, you know, you know, not to limit your answer, but if you can name a few, what, you know, which fresh food would you start with, especially for someone who's trying to feed their, 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 uh, their pets, something a little bit healthier. 
Mm -hmm. So I have a few ideas that are um, where you don't have to prepare, where you could just give it straight to them right from the grocery store. So uh, my favorite is sardines. So to buy a can of sardines in water, not in any sauce. And you could give uh, a couple sardines a week to your um, cats. And for bigger dogs, they could have um, two cans a week for a 75 pound dog. They could, you could give two cans a week or so. And they absolutely love it. You don't have to do anything. You just pop open the can, pour the juice and some of the sardines onto their food or, or into a bowl. And they absolutely love it. And it gives them a, um, some of the important fish oils that they need, omega-3s. And also it has some calcium in there with the bones, although it's really mushy and it's quite disgusting, but uh, they love it. And if you can't get it in, in straight water, if you have to, olive oil is okay a little bit, but you'd pref- I'd prefer the sardines just straight, straight Okay, water. so sardines are a good place to start. Um, for, yeah, for um, What about for, for uh, any vegetables? Um, are those off limits? I always hear, and one of the biggest myths, and maybe it's just because, um, you know, I, I'm afraid, but I, I hear that there are some vegetables or fruits that are toxic. So that's why I've always stayed away from feeding them anything that's remotely green or remotely human-like. Um, but are there any vegetables, maybe some common myths of foods that people say they shouldn't or can't eat, but they actually can? Um, where would you start in that department? Well, the easiest ones is don't feed grapes and raisins and don't feed onions. Those are the the three common fruits and vegetables that you should not feed to your dogs. Cats don't really like too many fruits and vegetables, but uh, for dogs, um, there's so many that you can give them. You can give them some banana. You can give them apple and carrots or um, broccoli, uh, frozen green peas. They like those little peas. You can toss them to them. You know, you know, I know I am, um, I'm kind of a goof and, uh, I, I can't really be trusted, uh, feeding myself properly versus an animal. So, you know, if we could just leave the, you know, all the listeners with a few tips or a few places that they should start, um, because it's such, this is such a large undertaking. I, I wanted to eat a Big Mac today and I didn't, I ate relatively healthy. I only had bacon. So like, all right, how do we wean our, our animals off of their, their bad pet food and get them on some nicer things? I'm sure they're going to revolt. So. so, yeah. So what's ironic about that is I just no. had a Big Mac. <laughs> I did, literally. <laughs> so, you know, we're all guilty of giving our pets the occasional bad treats. Like my dogs absolutely <laughs> love popcorn. And I, I know that's bad for them. But but they don't get it all the time and once in a while. And I'm not telling anyone to be fanatical about it, but you still shouldn't uh, go get your your uh, pet uh, Timbits every day and you heard eat your donuts folks, every right? day. You can give your, so your pets when... some Timbits, just in moderation, only in moderation. Okay, no, no. Some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> but some uh, quick, easy uh foods that most most dogs really like uh, plain yogurt that one's really easy just put a couple spoonfuls of plain whole milk yogurt on their pet food or cats love the yogurt too and um, eggs you can do raw eggs they can even eat the shell 
if they want to. You'd have to crack it a little bit usually. They don't know what to do with it. Um, but my dogs absolutely love raw eggs, but sometimes you might have to cook it. Uh, those are really easy to put in their food. Um, like I said, at the sardines, uh, throwing them a fresh carrot. Uh, they like that crunchiness, the uh, green peas we were talking about frozen. Uh, those are fun, but they can have so many things. And really, if you just Google, can dogs have can dogs have spinach? And it'll, you know, Google will let you know. So it's it's pretty trustworthy. If you're not sure if they can have something, just Google it. I know you had mentioned uh, in a previous conversation about some easy to make treats. Um, my my version of an easy to make treat is when I spill Cheetos on the floor. There you go. There's the treat. Um, so do you have anything <laughs> off the top of your head that would be uh, easy because I'm lazy and uh, a treat to keep my cats at bay or dog? Right. So really, just if you just take some meat, cook it in the oven on low heat, let it bake and cut up in tiny pieces, keep it in the fridge. And that will last a few days in the refrigerator and just give them tiny pieces of meat. Dogs and cats absolutely love that. And that's so easy to make. And you don't have to spice it up or anything. You just put it on a cooking sheet, organ meat, liver, uh, beef, chicken, fish, and just just bake it until it's cooked. And then right, so save that's, little that's pieces. That's helpful to know. Perfect. Maybe a little lighthearted story, but... You know, I'm obviously I'm very new to having cats. I had dogs my whole life. And the first time one of our cats had uh, it wasn't even raw, but but cooked meat, uh, he started growling. And I thought, like, it freaked me out. It sounded like he was possessed. <laughs> I've never heard anything like it. And I wanted to give him away. And I realized he was just it's just a weird yeah. defect in my cat. I don't know what's wrong with him. No, no, that's not your, just your cat. That's kind of like their hunting sound. Like, oh, they love it. Um, so do you remember when we cooked, uh, what was it, mussels in butter? Because cats do usually love butter. So we cooked some mussels in butter. And what happened? I, I two remember cats. what happened. Do you remember? We wasted perfectly good mussels that I would have eaten. And only one of our cats ate them. And the other one pushed them around <laughs> with a dirty paw. Is that how you remember it? Because that's kind of how I remember it. <laughs> Well, I didn't, I didn't consider it a waste, but yeah, the one cat would not eat it. And I thought, what, what's wrong with that cat? So that is something that you're going to have to, to guess and check as teachers call it, where you guess to see if they'll like it and check to see if it works. So not everything that, that you feed your um, dog, are they going to like? So I have one dog that will eat almost anything, throw a piece of watermelon. She loves it. Throw her a piece of, um, broccoli she'll eat it right out of the air you just have to guess and check and uh, so you know my advice is don't make a big batch of it to i think know that's, that's like where it. the completely and I, I i kick myself for it but the irrational part of me thought because they're my pet anything i give them they will like and you realize like that makes absolutely no sense you're a human being there are tons of things we don't like like we're the most picky people or creatures on the planet like it would make sense that our cat or our dog uh might not like some things which you know much to my chagrin they wasted yeah like, 40 dollars worth of muscles but what? <laughs> well come on. 40 dollars <laughs> i i had to actually round i don't even know we didn't even look at the receipt i don't think 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah, that happens to a, a lot of people. They're so surprised. Um, I know one of my dogs doesn't really like fish too much. So when I'm making my uh, her meals, um, she'll eat it reluctantly. But I can tell it's not. So her I know we've um, so. been chatting for a little while, and I don't want to take too much of your time. Uh, so before we uh, before we hang up, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on, or um, you know anything that we didn't get a chance to cover, at least as an introduction to to fresh feeding that you wanted to uh, to cover? Well, really, I just want to emphasize again that we need to start feeding our pets better. They are under our, our, our house, you know, they can't go out and get their own food. If they could, they'd be eating, you know, hunting for fresh food. We're giving them what, you know, they have no choice. What we put in the bowl is what they have to eat. So it's our job to help, help them live better. And um, that's one way we can do it is by starting to add some fresh foods so that uh, first it gives them variety Second, it makes them healthier and it makes them um, last longer and well, give you, us more you enjoyment. Well, you heard it here, folks. If you, if you like your animals better than your crazy uncle, don't feed them the same thing your crazy uncle eats. Uh, Becky, it's been a pleasure talking to you and I hope uh, we never do this again. <laughs> no, it All was right. fun, Vinny. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to our last episode of the Rough Rough Raw podcast. Make sure to like us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our newsletter on our website to find additional resources. My mom's always keeping her blog up to date and we host regular events as well where you can get many of these questions answered. Thanks for listening and we stay tuned for the next episode.